This podcast is brought to you by Media 8. Welcome to the Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs podcast, where every fortnight, your hosts, Adam Shepard and Natasha Price, take a long, hard look at the world through the eyes of two people who believe in grabbing life by the balls and squeezing tighter than Borat in a mankini. The good, the bad, the often cringeworthy, but most importantly, the hilarity that can and often does ensue. If you're looking for fluffy sunshine and rainbows, My Little Pony meets Care Bears type of purity, you've probably come to the wrong place. If you're after good conversation, warped humour, quick wit, a touch of sarcasm, two proud people with disabilities with the no holes barred, leave no stump unturned outlook on life, welcome home. Hi. Hey, how are you going? I am well, how are you? Yeah, I'm really, really good. We've had um, a busy but very, very good few weeks. It has been. It's been insane. It has. So... Today's show, we're actually going to, we're using inspiration from what has been our crazy few weeks, and we're going to be talking a lot about Noosa, Noosa Ultra Trail, yes. and um, just some of the, some of, some of the, I guess, incredible experiences we've had, and, and it's going to kind of open your eyes on a few things, I think. Yes, absolutely. It was a boatload of fun. Yes. Um, Thank you to those guys, but we'll yeah. uh, we'll, get we'll, into we'll talk about that. We'll, a we'll talk bit. into that. Yes, uh, talk, we talk will. into that. Talk about that. <laughs> talk can, into it. How, how does that work? I think then? you can tell we haven't been in the studio for a little, uh, for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Tripping over our words. I'm a little bit rusty, and, and I haven't even had a drink. I oh, actually know I did at lunch. Oh, see, that's what it is. Uh, you dr- you got legless on the job again. Yeah, you see, you've turned me into a day drinker. <laughs> I have. <laughs> that's the problem, isn't oh, it? Man. Anyway. Today, we have got an incredible guest with us. I keep hearing about this person. I'm really excited. I know. So, um, Mary, uh, Mary Jane, how do you pronounce your surname? Lehe? Lehe. 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 Because when I first met you, you were, were you that or were you Hornilla? Hornilla. Yeah. So, So the Filipino or Spanish, Hornilla. Yes. The double L-A. And then, Mm. because I was married to an Irishman. So it's Lee. Awesome. Ah, so okay. I've I've known Mary here for ten years. Ten years? Yeah. So uh, Mary was actually my nurse uh, when I had a major relapse back in 2012 and, and became quadriplegic. And um, yeah, she got to care for me th- for that amount of time. But do you want to press Poor the uh, press the button? Oh, yeah. oh do I get to press the button? You do. You oh, get to I press like the button. Not like do it, pressing do it, do buttons. Do it. You push my buttons all the time, that's for sure. The water cooler. The water cooler. So for you guys that are new to the show, the water cooler is our interview segment. It's it's inspired by people in the office talking at the water cooler, mm-hmm. um, gossiping probably. We gossip. That's it's our interview do. section. It is. Yeah, it is. Where we get to know awesome people. Exactly. I'm going to get to know Mary today. So MJ, as I know her, is a nurse, an entrepreneur, and is the current Mrs. Australia. I do my Australia wave. <laughs> <laughs> That's I you've, got wave. Th- you've got that down pat. That's really cool. And oh, you, 
you didn't bring your sash and crown today. I know, I'm so sorry. That's okay. I'm that's okay. devastated. <laughs> I love wearing my crown. Yeah, I, I, and as would I <laughs> if I just if I just won that, I would definitely want to be wearing it and showing it off to the world. You know, sometimes <laughs> I'll be doing the dishes and I'd be wearing my crown. Hey, that's do awesome. It. I love that. That that's going to be like you with your new top hat, just you know, sat there doing the dishes with it on. It is. Well, the, let's face it, the top hat basically. So I while we're on the Sunshine Coast, uh, I bought myself a new top hat. I've wanted a top hat for a long time. I don't know why. I don't know what the appeal is, but it, it looked cool and it's all different colours and stuff. It's it and yeah, so I bought that. But yes. it, it basically doubles my height. It does. And, and and you need height. I do. I'm a short ass. <laughs> <laughs> even well, you're even shorter now without your legs. I was gonna say now that I'm legless. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're about three inches tall, mm-hmm. but that's okay. And and your son keeps telling you that at six years old. He's like, Dad, I'm taller than you. No shit. He's like, ah, <laughs> I reckon he's still got about an inch or so to go. Yeah, he does. So we were at, we had his, um, just quickly, because I know I'm digressing, because that's what we do that's on this show. Do. This is what we do. <laughs> but we had his parent-teacher um, conference at school the other day, and... Um, I'm so proud of him. He's just killing it. I'm, he's just doing awesome. I'm so, so proud of him. But we got in there and um, he started, in front of his teacher, started giving me shit about how short I am. And he's like, I'm really taller than you, Dad. So his teacher's like, ha-ha. Right, you two, up against the, up against, they've got whiteboards now. No more blackboards, they're whiteboards. And um, he's like, let's see. And so I, I do still have him by like a couple of inches. Uh, good job. Yeah. Recorded, yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. Absolutely. It's official. It's yeah. official. Your six-year-old is only two <laughs> inches off you. <laughs> I know. I know. If I could, if I could stand on my stumps on the ground, he would. He would be far taller than he, you. Yeah, I'd be scared. <laughs> I yes. would be scared. Yeah. What were we going on? I, I, sorry, I took us completely off track there. Yeah, that's okay. We were going to start the interview. Oh, yeah, we were. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably a good idea. <laughs> so Adam's got some questions for you. We'll just get into it and I think we'll have some fun. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. So you're originally from the Philippines? Yes. yes. I came to Australia in 1996. 1996. Okay. Awesome. Shows how old I am. <laughs> 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 and I went to Cogra High School in okay. Sydney. Uh-huh. Okay, awesome. Yes, and then um, after that, I studied um, I studied business in um, Macquarie University. But I did that um, as a part-time student working full-time. It took mm-hmm. too long, so by the time I graduated, I took a year off. I traveled, I backpacked in South America. Oh, That's wow. cool. That's I awesome. Went, uh, I think I was there for about five or six months. I went to Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, yep. um, Brazil. Argentina and then Chile. Mm-hmm. And while we were there, you know, did the Amazon jungle, climb oh. Machu Picchu for four days. Oh, amazing. I'm um, so jealous. That is that is like my dream trip. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how accessible. I know, right. I don't reckon it'd be too much. Yeah. <laughs> I was called a princess because um all the backpackers were really tough and they were carrying all their bags. And there I am hiring a porter to carry them. <laughs> 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 hey, you've got to do what you got to do. Like, 20 bucks a day. I was yeah. dying of altitude sickness. Oh, so I was yeah, like, it's, you know, it's going to feed their whole family for like a month. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and, and you know, it's four days of like, and, and it's continuous walking. It's 10 hours a day of walking. That's, That's full on. I would Is really it? suck at ten uh, walking no, 10 hours no. a day. Oh, you, you'd suck at walking <laughs> 10 <laughs> seconds <laughs> a day. I'd be really <laughs> shit at that. Yes, <laughs> well, look, not our thing. <laughs> there is the train. So yeah. you don't have to do the the track, but yeah. there is the train okay. that takes you in there and then takes you back at the end of the day. So there's awesome. a, yeah. Oh, um but this is back when you know when you're in your twenties, you've got mm. your yes. fear. Yeah. You yeah. just keep going. Um we did the Amazon jungle, saw piranhas, pink dolphin, I didn't know exists. Oh, they're beautiful. And six um six meter anacondas. Oh wow. Wow. That's they cool. were amazing. That is so cool. Um yeah, I love I love all the countries. Yeah, yeah, Bolivia is amazing. Brazil, you know, did the whole mm. Rio and Carnival. Um, Argentina, yeah, did yeah. the whole backpackers thing. Stayed in a backpackers, double decker while yes. someone's doing it. On top. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've, yes, I've, I've had a few of those experiences <laughs> in my backpacking days as well. And you're just sat there going, "Oh, what the hell!" <laughs> and this is the clincher. Wherever we go, people think I'm South American. Yes, yeah. So people will be like. Because in a backpacker over there, you're not allowed to to, to let in the locals. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're very conservative oh, and like okay. foreign people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always getting looked like is she foreign? Where is she <laughs> from here? So yeah, I have to always bring my passport. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This is not a question we had, but out of those places you visited, what what was your favorite experience? Machu Picchu, definitely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's just something surreal about being exhausted walking <laughs> for 10 <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah. And then at the end of it, seeing... And, and this is the the thing was... Um, we, I actually did this um, on New Year. So January 1, I remember, uh, we were on the top. Yeah. Yeah. And because they put a cap on how many people can visit because it's already starting to have landslide. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, so that... Yeah, that was uh, one of the highlights. Um, mm. Another one was um, being robbed in Brazil. Oh, a highlight <laughs> <laughs> or a low light? Yes. Why have I, I've heard this Brazil. Yeah, Brazil I, happens a lot in Brazil. I've, right? Yeah, it's yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. You really got and it's my fault about you. to be honest. Um, because this is before iPhones and yeah. all yeah. that. You know, when when the internet was still the old thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. you carry uh, a Lonely Planet book. Mm. Yes, and, and, and make yourself very obviously yeah. a tourist. Yes. Tourist <laughs> right here. Yeah. 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 And it said on the Lonely Planet, if you go outside the circle, you will definitely get robbed and it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, what, that's what happened. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's brilliant. So... Do you speak any of the South American languages, Portuguese or Spanish? Or I anything? do Spanish. A lot of Filipino words are yes. similar. Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I did do a certificate too at TAFE oh, okay. of Spanish. Yeah. Awesome. For six months. Mm. So, so that helped you along you along the way because mm-hmm. I, I I know in certain parts of South America the English isn't great, so there's there's always good to have that uh, th- that yes. background. Yeah. Fair so enough. all the mothers are always trying to marry me after. <laughs> <laughs> thinking that I'm, yeah. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> awesome. So, so what was the catalyst for you coming to Australia originally? Um, so we had family here that have come. Oh God, um, we've had a family that came here after the war. Yeah. Okay. because uh, they were in the American base. Uh, a bit of his of history. Um, the Philippines were under the Americans during uh, before World War yeah. mm-hmm. Two came, and then afterwards, um. 
some of their base went to Australia, mm-hmm. and then um, we had like my grandmother's sisters and their family immigrated in the in the late fifties and oh, early sixties. Okay. Yeah, yeah, wow. And then my mom's a registered nurse as well, so mm-hmm. she had this opportunity to come, and we said, "Oh, it would be an amazing, you know, life for us to come. So much mm-hmm. opportunity." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm so grateful to be here. I think um because I'm doing that wakeboarding and kite surfing mm. yeah, yes, yeah. lesson. Yeah. And my instructors because I face planted like ten times yesterday. My my instructor's like, uh, you know, you've fallen off quite a bit. <laughs> like <laughs> do, are you gonna give up now? I'm like, uh look, falling off is not a problem. Not having the money to do this and yeah. the opportunity to do this, like that growing that up in the Philippines, yes. that's a problem. That yes. that's the it's problem. So but true. Yeah. yeah. Falling off. Is not a problem. Yeah. It's never a problem. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I failing. Agree. Yeah, exactly. No, oh, I love that. So, you met young Natasha here through your nursing career. How much of a pain in the ass was she? Oh, she's <laughs> cute. <laughs> she, oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, do you know I was pregnant at the time? Yes. And yes. Natasha named my baby. And do you know oh, what she really? called my baby? What's your name, your baby? <laughs> Asgar. I do you, you know remember? what? No, no. you no. called my baby Peanuts. Peanuts. Oh, Peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Peanuts. Peanuts. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so like like I said, we've known each other for ten years and um I, you know, I always remember how much you helped me during you know, what was a really bloody tough period of time. I, I obviously I was through, in yeah. in rehab, couldn't see, couldn't move and, and you know, the things things were tough and it's it's um, always wonder to, wonderful to catch up afterwards with people who have done so much to make a big difference in your life. I think I think it's incredible, and I love the but fact that we've been oh, able to keep in touch. Natasha, you're an inspiration to me. Oh, thank you. Because I remember this woman and thinking, because we're sort of similar age. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort I, of I similar say, age. No, I was saying that to Adam <laughs> earlier. I think we were pretty much the same yeah. age. So yeah. And the tenacity of this woman, you. And just the inspiration, you know, okay. l- like you give me goosebumps. <laughs> she does. Um, and, I, and, and that's what I would say, like falling, failing, there's no such thing as falling or failing it's yeah. it's 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 a learning experience exactly. and, and you, you use that those yeah. those experiences to push you forward and help you change your life but uh, you know the, the the reason we do everything we do and and my why and my passion and my purpose comes from the you know the shit I've been through and wanting other people to not feel so I guess alone and and know where to turn when when you know shit gets real. So and and help people to be you know build a resilient mindset and and find happiness in their life even when they're going through shit. And I'm, it's a shame because I don't think that many people have the ability to see the positive and the negative they're going mm. through. So yeah, that's that's, that's what's great about um, Tash is that she's able to accept it and it, and you know the great thing about it is. is we can be vulnerable but still be strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And vulnerability yeah. doesn't mean weakness. It yeah. just means you're accepting how it is that mm-hmm. day and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I teach my kids every day. You know, at the end of the day, I go, what did you learn today? No. I go, what did you fail on today? What did you make a mistake on? Did you learn something? Mm-hmm. Did you yep. fix it? Or if you couldn't fix it, how did you move on? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I, yeah. Exactly. It's I fan, love that's that. That's fantastic. Because uh, as a parent, I, I, ca- I pick. Fletch up from school at the end of the day, and it's like, "How's your day? Good. What'd you do? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. What'd you learn? I don't know. Nothing." <laughs> and somebody actually said to me, um, "I think it was one of our other guests actually said to me, they asked this their their child, 
what did you learn? What questions did you ask today? Mm. And I thought, oh, that's a good good one one. too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. So you're involved in a lot of fundraising and, and, and pageants for. (laughs) Mrs. Open, open Haven. Yeah. So what was the catalyst in getting involved in, in what started you getting involved in that sort of thing? So Open Haven is a dom- uh, a charity that provide uh, post crisis support to people who are survivors, called survivors, yeah, mm-hmm. of domestic violence. So they provide um, services like they give free driving lessons because when yeah. you are able to drive, you can be independent, you can be yes. employable, you yep. know, you can just go hundred percent. Yeah, um, we also provide legal aid, um, housing support, um, and even like sometimes um, if a person has to go to court. Mm-hmm. The social worker would actually come to the person's house and mm. take over from like six o'clock or seven o'clock, you know, make the kids breakfast, take them wow. to school, pick them up so that that person doesn't have to Is worry it, yeah, about those okay, things. That's yeah, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and this organization, um, so statistically, it takes a person seven times, seven goes, seven tries before they can leave a violent relationship. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But if Open Haven gets involved the first time, they never go they back. They never go back. And yeah. They, yeah. Don't, they don't have to subject that's themselves amazing. to that anymore. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And they've got a 100% strike rate. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because we do, like, y- yeah, try to... It's a holistic approach. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's not like... Um, and unfortunately, at the moment, um, with the funding, a lot of the government funding, which is a lot, the government's released a lot, is so there's pre-crisis, which is awareness, education, in crisis, which is while it's happening. Yeah. yeah. And then post crisis, and most of the funding is in crisis. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. post crisis, there's very, very small, and that's Which why is we a shame. To You've yeah. got yeah. to continue supporting yes. people because without that support, you, you, yeah, exactly, you end up going. So back, sorry, so. but going back. Yeah, to yeah, <laughs> no, <it's okay. laughs> going back to the question, um, I basically got involved with them because of my. I have this business in Victoria, mm-hmm. and at the time, I had a few um, clients that were needing domestic violence yeah, um, support, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. and they were able to. Um, you know, help us, even though they're um, Open Haven is a Queensland um, based charity. Yeah, yep. they were able to connect us there. And awesome. because I'm here, Queensland, um, I said, you know, when I come back, um, domestic violence is a very, very hard um, issue to yes. understand. Yeah. Yes. And at the time, I was actually donating. So I own an accommodation for people with disability, people with uh, mental health problems and a little bit of age care, but more on the low care side. Mm, okay. mm-hmm. um, and I, so I have a few rooms that I dedicate for respite, and I actually have one room that I dedicated uh, for people for free for domestic violence because awesome it takes. Now. So yeah. because what? Okay, example: somebody gets beaten up by their partner, mm-hmm. so they go in the hospital, and then they need to have accommodation. Yes. But yeah. It takes a long time to get accommodation yes, with public. You know, yeah. public, public housing. housing. Yeah. 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 So I would say, okay, they can live here for two weeks, three weeks for free while they are getting that. Yeah. But you know, it's so frustrating because the second they're there, guess what? The partners they're waiting for them. Yeah, yeah. and that's and that's. I the problem, couldn't do yeah. anything about it because it's just that coercive control. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, the guy's here. He loves me. He said sorry. Yes. I'm going. And I couldn't do anything. Like we call the police, we call the social work. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't. Yeah, there's nothing so you can do. So I in was that really frustrated. Yeah. And I said to um, J- Lane D, she's one of the ambassadors as well, and she's a good good friend of mine. And she said, "Well, you can help this way." Yeah. Uh, because yeah. because they know they're trained. Like I I I. It's like trying to help, but 
I, I was facing a wall that I yeah. didn't know yeah. um, how to navigate. And I said, okay, that was futile what I was doing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but this, this actually, this, this makes yeah a difference. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's fantastic. That it's there's um there's so many different nuances and different levels and different layers to DV and, and yeah. the way it affects people and you know so many people go well why didn't you just leave but it's, it's not that simple it, it, it really isn't there mm. even there's there's all you know, often for people you've you've married this person or you've mm. been with this person as a long-term partner you live together and you've you've invested your your financial mm. um, health your mental health your physical health into that relationship it's not that easy just to walk away if you've got children involved yes. if that there, there's so many different layers so and complex. um th to just go to someone oh just leave yeah you need to kind of have a think about how the, the realities of mm -hmm. that because in reality going from a, a stable home environment whether it's you know whether it's violent or not just knowing that you have the security of your own home and putting yourself and your family into a situation where you no longer have that security mm -hmm. um th that's a big ask and for, and for a lot of yeah. people they they don't have the support networks or the, the the financial ability to be able to do that so yeah that's very yeah mm. Mm. so for those for for uh, those people listening and watching on the live, what what can we do to support what you're doing? Okay, so you can go to the website. It's openhaven.org.au, yep. and you can be a, a donor. It's um, it's like one cup of coffee a day. So it's that thirty dollars a month. Yeah. Yes. Um, so you can be what we call angels. Awesome. Um, so you can donate that way, That's or you awesome. could also join our. We're doing a fundraising on the twenty sixth of March at the Edgewater. At Via Roma. Oh, ah, that's lovely nice. there. We've yeah. we've eaten there before, haven't we? Yeah, we yeah. have. Yeah, yes. very nice. Very fancy. Yeah, very yeah. fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so give, come give us your money. So we'll awesome. do raffles and we'll do some auctions as well. And we'll have some people, some amazing people who will do talks. Okay. Um, we're actually doing a gala at the end of the year as well. And um, Nina Shiner, the mayor for Brisbane, is our yes. patron and one of the spokespersons awesome. for our organization. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah. Yes. So she won't be coming this Not one because this, this one? is Gold Coast. <laughs> so what date was that? May, May 20th? So this one's the May 26th. May 26th. Mm. At okay. 10 o'clock for a high tea. Awesome. And how can people get tickets for that? Uh, so just go to Eventbrite yes. and okay. search Open Haven. Okay, cool. Excellent, awesome. excellent, excellent. I wanted to ask you a little bit about um, getting into the whole Mrs. Globe, Mrs. Australia thing. How, how did that come about? <laughs> okay. Um, well, as I said before, I'm an oversharer. So oh, tell us. <laughs> okay. Hopefully the ex won't be listening to this. <laughs> oh, a few years ago during COVID in 2020, found out he was having an affair and devastated me anyway mm -hmm. two years later down the road i've gone a friend of mine has done um some pageants and suggested oh why don't you join this and i've got not i've got nothing to lose yep and i wanted to stick it to yes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's absolutely. hey that's as good a reason as any i love it uh, <laughs> look what you're missing what out you're on yes. <laughs> <laughs> love it <laughs> and you know worry i in my 40s and I've got I've got nothing to lose, yeah. and I've got so much to gain. Experience mm. something new, something different. I've never been in this fear before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought, awesome. you know, I I 
I never joined it to think I was going to win. I just joined it to think I want to learn something. I want to experience something yeah. new. Yeah. I want to share what I've got. And I also just, yeah, just wanted to um, to explore this uh, very different, very glamorous, yes. very, mm. you know, up until I joined this pageant, didn't know how to do makeup. <laughs> I didn't know how, I'm wearing like shoes, like, yeah, I, I so know, like, like, like <laughs> ten inch heels. I love them. I love them. They're like they are huge. Love them. No, they wouldn't do much. <laughs> they for they you. wouldn't do much for my height. They, I might get. I actually, they're that tall that I reckon I'd probably yeah. get them dragging on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> they're great, but they're yeah for aesthetic looks. Yeah, but yeah, even walking like you know there were like a lot of things that growing up wasn't in our household considered important mm -hmm. they were like considered something yeah aesthetic you yeah. know it's more important to study work yes you know get your responsibility and priorities right and mm -hmm. i just thought i've got everything else settled you know my kids are fine my business is okay it's time to do something for myself yeah. and that's yeah. what i love it with pageantry especially with the missus it's it's that one thing it sounds a little bit selfish but it's self-care mm -hmm. that you do for yourself yeah and, and i'm sure mm -hmm. it i'm sure it helps with self-esteem and confidence and, and, and stuff as well especially after you've been through a relationship breakdown so yeah i think that's that's really important yeah you say you say you know it's it's about looking after yourself but the way you the way you do things it's also shining a light on all the amazing work that you do um for for yeah for for what all the um fundraising and whatnot that you do yeah. yeah so um with mrs globe and this is another reason why i wasn't that scared to join because if you win with beauty pageant, it's it's about beauty. You can't be that ugly. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be that ugly. Well, you're rated anyway, so yes. I can yeah. say yeah. things like that. You still have to be quite presentable, but yes, you need because when you win, you become a spokesperson for women in empowerment. So it's a charity in America because this is America Bay. Sure. Mm -hmm. So you become a spokesperson for them. So the person who will win still needs to be able to speak. Still need to be a bit articulate. You yes. know, need to know what's happening in 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 life mm -hmm. um and especially because it's women in empowerment so um yeah i, I think that's why they gave me the crown <laughs> oh, no, fantastic and, yeah. and that's I, awesome i um i had a question and it's just flat gone out of my brain because that's what happens that's what happens sometimes. it is my brain just dies mm -hmm. that'll, that'll be the concussion um that's right <laughs> we've got there's a nurse in the house there yeah, is a yeah, nurse yeah. which is helpful <laughs> um what day it is what time hey, where no, are you no, no idea at this point <laughs> what's your gcs score <laughs> exactly. but you know even like a door or a table would still score a four. Oh right <laughs> yes yeah okay that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> when i go on holiday and I went to, Costa, uh, no, in Vietnam, in Halong Bay, and somebody fell over. And they were like, is there a nurse or a nurse? I'm like, yeah, no, 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 I did not come on holidays to deal with this shit. Yeah, I've just <laughs> left that shit yeah. behind. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I went on holidays. So somebody else can deal with yep. it. No. I, I no, think they have first aid people there, so let the professionals exactly. do their job. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure you would have jumped in had had needed, but. Yeah, no, because it's funny because the, the, the person, so someone was asking this person, like, as I said, you know, what time is it? Mm. This person, like, was just quiet. And so I'm actually listening, going, oh, shit, like, maybe she yeah, did have a congestion. And then the, the tour guide goes, oh, no, 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 she's German. She can't speak English. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, shit. Sure. Okay. okay. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Then. That's so, less yeah. of a worry. Uh, yeah. No, that explains it then. That's okay. Because, uh, yeah, I was kind of a bit, why isn't she answering those questions? <laughs> 
So oh. there's there's a really big difference between uh, what you're doing with the, with the pageant stuff and your I guess your um, entrepreneurialship as well. Mm. So so you have um, business, you do um, NDIS stuff, uh, disability accommodation. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So do you want to tell us a little bit more about so that? So yes. So we um, I have this facility in Victoria in Lilydale. <laughs> So oh, um, awesome. some people said that I think you had ulterior motive because it's in the Yarra ranges where all the wineries. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that See, that makes See, sense. That yes. makes perfect it's sense to me. It's next to Cold Stream where, um, you know, Chandon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> Look at nice. all your eyes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Lighting up. I, I reckon we should find a way of basing our office there, <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> it's like a five-minute drive up oh, the road. Perfect. So, yeah, so sometimes I have a, gl- you know, at lunchtime when I'm day off. Mm. Um, yeah, so I had this opportunity to buy. It was already an existing business. Um, mm-hmm. But because I had a background in, in business and nursing, so mm. I was quite um, not... Well, yeah, I'd, I'd say fearless because somebody mm. said to me, aren't you scared of opening a business? I was already 36 at the time. I yeah. had two kids. And I said, no, because mm. when you're doing something, and it's the same with both of you, when you're doing something and you're gambling on yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is the safest bet you can yeah, ever 100%. do in your life. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because you know yourself, you know your strength, yeah, your weaknesses, you know, you you know, know what your bullshit. Are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always say the worst gamble is getting a party. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. probably true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the safest bet is on yourself. And yeah. at the time, I thought, I've got this. Well, yeah. you know, well, I, you need to have some sort of belief in yourself yes. too when when yeah. you do um, business or I, w- in your in your guy's case, you, you're athlete, so you mm. need to have that belief because otherwise. You know, you're going to be facing exactly. a lot of challenges, and exactly. if you don't have that, My, mindset's mm-hmm. everything. Mindset is, um, you know, d- d- certainly with regards to uh, either you. the ath- the athletics or the um, or, or the business side of things. Yeah. If, you, if you don't have a, a belief in what you're what you're doing, you're never going to be ex- successful. Mm-hmm. That has everything you co- you do has to come from a, a belief deep inside that you can make it work, exactly. and then you figure the stuff, the rest of the stuff out along yeah. the way. Exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You, you know, it's about the passion for it and and you know the bl- uh, yeah and the belief that you can do it yeah. um i mean you know i'm not gonna wake up and go oh, i might be a brain surgeon today my yeah, hands i mean you could try but i don't think you'd get to my hands shake too much and <laughs> yeah nobody wants <laughs> and, and the fact that you don't have qualifications probably might be a little, yeah, little that, bit that of an issue at this at this point <laughs> might be i might need to go back to school for a few Decade. A few more yeah. decades a few more decades <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay last question what would uh you, what advice would you give 10-year-old MJ? Oh, gosh. 10-year-old MJ. Um, don't be scared to fail. Yeah. Love, love it. That. That's, That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. Failure is part of life. Falling down is part of life. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. One, one, one foot in front of the other. Have a day. You cry. You feel shitty about yourself. You watch Netflix all day. You eat a bag of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like a good day to yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But then the next day... You know, just keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I think it, when I have, whether it's business life, anything, I think the thing that, that scares me the most is the fear of not knowing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if I don't know what's going to happen in the future, I'm going to try to, you know, make up all these scenarios. And that's what's scary because you don't know what's happening. No. But you know what? Yeah. Once you already know what it is and you've figured it out, 
even if it's hard, you can still make it. Exactly. Um, yeah, so that's my advice. Don't Love be scared. It. Just just go. Give it a go. You know, it's, it, you know what? Often it's, it's the fear of doing something that is the biggest issue. Well, it, and so many things you're fearful of actually don't end up happening. So, mm. and, and you never know what you're truly capable of until you just give things a try. And if it doesn't work out, who cares? It's a learning experience and you always learn from mistakes or, you know, failures. I think as um, humans, you know, we, we can be over analytical and sit there mm. and go, you know, think of all the what ifs and, um, you know, talk ourselves out of, out of things so, so easily, you know. Um, and it's, you know, trying to reverse that and go, you know what, I've, I've got this, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have one life. You yeah, know, absolutely. And, and you know, and if we don't maximize, as we don't try to reach our full potential, yes, you know, when we get old, what's gonna happen? Especially with what happened with COVID, yes, yeah, like, yep. sucked, yeah, no, right. Really. And yeah. now that we're we're out, we're free. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's yeah. let's do things that we've never done before. Let's yeah. experience things that we didn't think we could because. Yeah. What do we have to do? Exactly. And lo- life's for living. Uh, you know, it, say, it really is. Say yes more. Yes. Yes, what I'm saying, saying yes, 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 yes. Lots of, le- lots of yeses. Yes. <laughs> I have one one last question. Okay. Uh, what does inclusion mean to you? Inclusion? Okay. That's like that question with what is feminism for me. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a similar yes. thing. But so yeah. inclusion for me is just being part, being able, being given the chance to participate. Yep. Love it. Awesome. Yeah, perfect. And that and that's great. That that that's that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we we ask this of all of our guests because we're just always interested to know how the way that they see the world, the way that they see things. Because you know, the, the reason we do everything we do is to try and educate and raise raise awareness and show everybody that people with disabilities just want the same exactly. opportunities in life as everybody else. So yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Awesome. I think that's it. That's a wrap. I, I, oh I believe that is the interview segment done for today. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. And it was it was great to actually so see nice you to after see so you long. Too, I know, right? right? It's crazy. Let, we, we need to catch up. Maybe we should do maybe we should do a, a round two of this um, at some point and we can uh, we can catch up. That would be really cool. And we'll um, we'll go out and have dinner or something sometime as well. So I'll bring some shandon. Karaoke. Oh, <laughs> From Love Yarra it. Valley. Kar- yeah. That's what karaoke. karaoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah, <laughs> Filipino style mm-hmm. karaoke. I love, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you for joining us. We will um, we'll be back to you guys on Facebook in a minute. We're just going to have a quick 30-second break to say goodbye to MJ, and then we'll be back live with you. Wasn't that fun? It was so nice to see MJ after so long. She's uh, and you know what the best part? She's she's like, let's go wakeboarding. I yeah. am so down for I that. I know, right? Me too. We've been yeah. talking about doing this for ages. So kneeboarding, wakeboarding let's do it i've i have been wakeboarding before oh really um you haven't told me about this a long 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 time ago Uh and it was so much fun yeah it's going to be different for you now though you have no knees so yeah so it's well it wouldn't be kneeboarding it'll be stump boarding boarding. (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like some kind of weird thing that you know oh man all right should we get into the next yes let's do it let's do it let's do it excellent Like two cripples using a beach towel to skydive, this could go anywhere. Welcome to the Soapbox Session. I know I say this every, probably every time we record, but that's probably my favourite one. So you you just, you love what you wrote pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Could your head get any bigger? (laughs) 
genius. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking genius. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's I, sure. no, I'm just proud because sure. I don't come up with that sort of awesome stuff too often. And even I think it's awesome. No, it so. is awesome. Mm. So in today's segments, we're we're talking everything Noosa based and, yes, and, and some are. of the experiences some of the experiences we had. Mm. And um, overall we had a fantastic trip. So Man, for, it was awesome. Yeah, so for for anyone that doesn't know, we've been all splashed all over media the last kind of week. Uh, you know, on channel seven we were on Sunrise and um, we, you know all the local media outlets we've done interviews on ABC and just it's it's been crazy because we were actually the first wheelchair users uh, worldwide to take part in a competitive um, trail running event. Yes. In our, in our day chairs, no less. Um, Mine was half a day chair. because Half a day chair because it kind of fell apart as we were going along. <laughs> Every kilometre something <laughs> fell off. <laughs> so. Um, so originally it was their 15 kilometre course that was actually modified to a 5k circuit. Um, Ten. Uh, sorry, yes. Sorry, 10K circuit. Yes, don't, don't, don't half sh- don't it. Don't short changes. I know, right? <laughs> short changes as well. I am with you. Ah, short ah. ass. Just call me short change <laughs> from now on. No, I prefer Subway sandwich. Yeah, I kind of like um, that one. But yeah, so we, so we took part in this event. I had an absolutely freaking amazing time. But what we wanted to talk about for this um, soapbox session is some of the accessibility issues. So... First day we're there, we, we've, we've gone to check in at the event. And I've got to say that the, the Noosa Ultra Trail itself, the event was one run brilliantly. Really, um, really well done. You know, thank you, Nick, for inviting us and for all yep. the hard work you did with that. And it was and it was really, really well thought out. <laughs> However, um, some of the things that he wouldn't have realised, because, of course, he's not a wheelchair user, um, came, to, <laughs> came to light for us. Yeah. So on, on the first day, you've gone and used the disabled... Portaloo there. That was that was awesome. And and I'll be honest, this was a little bit mean having a bit of a man look as my wife would call it. Um but I went to use picture an oversized portaloo that you could wheel into, do what you could do, and then I look down to wash my hands and there's no tap, no nothing to and there's a sign that says push foot pump to wash it, to run tap or, <laughs> you know, something to that effect. I'm like, this is... It, what the hell? Like, <laughs> it's it's a toilet for accessibility and wheelchair users and yet you are expected to use your feet to operate the, to operate the um, the tap. Oh, and look, I... I, I Force I, it. I absolutely get that there are people in this world that have disabilities that are capable of yes. using their feet. That's but, the, but there's also a lot that don't. <laughs> but, you know, this this was a larger size pure for, for, you know, and it had a ramp so people with wheelchairs and other mobility devices could get into it. Yes. What I, I what you pointed out to me, because you are ever so slightly taller than I am, was there was a hand thing uh, that you could pump the water through the thing. Yeah. So, um, but I've got to I've got to say about that though, which is which is interesting. Yes, there was like this weird little tap that was up really high on the wall yeah. that you had to pump. But when you did it, like the tiniest amount of water came out, and then it splashed everywhere all over you. Yeah. It didn't go anywhere near the sink. It just went all over you. Yeah. And it's like, well. I'm not quite sure how you're supposed to actually use that to wash your hands because, yeah. you know, being in seated position, it was very hard to reach anyway. So your hands are like halfway up above your head yeah. and, and kind of facing in a weird, weird position. So mm. the, the actual ability to wash your hands with it was almost impossible. 
Yeah, and, and you know what I what I was discovering then? Like I don't know about any anybody else and you know, I'm I'm I've been washing my own hands for, you know, probably close to forty years. And um <laughs> Well let's hope so. So, you know, I've I I don't claim to be an expert, but well, an expert in ha- in washing I, your I, hands. I put water on my hands, I get soap, then I rub my hands together. Um, the way this was set up was that you had to have one hand pushing the thing and one hand yes. under pumping the th- the, the yeah. water through and then one hand on under the tap to get your hands wet. Then you'd swap it over and it was like I was doing a yeah. dance. <laughs> <laughs> strange, <don't> <laughs> strange dance you're doing. It, it was like a, uh, yeah, I don't know. You'd been a bit of a mariachi dancer. Exactly. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, see, I can see it. I knew you'd get where I was coming from. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so that was interesting. So I I loved the fact that there was an accessible toilet there because the the toilet there was um toilets within the building there. Um, but not accessible ones. So, yeah. um, and granted, the building is very, very old. Very old. Very old there. Very but old. I was very appreciative because, you know, I was drinking a boatload of water, um, <laughs> trying to stay well hydrated. Because it was like six million degrees. It, and it, it would have been a bit of an issue if I'd, we'd come off that 10K course and um, I needed to go to the toilet. <laughs> I couldn't. Well, I think it'd be a bit of an issue if we'd... <laughs> Um, actually not had a toilet at the start line because yeah. I don't know about you, I was pretty desperate and then the thought of going for two two plus hours over all those rocks and yeah. up those hills and on the sand and yeah. over the tree roots with, with you know, a full bladder. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not like with other trail runners, with able-bodied people where you can go and kind of sneak off into the bush yeah. a little bit into the woods uh, and, and kind of crouch and pee if you uh, need to. I was we don't say, have that option. <laughs> I was literally going to say nature we in the wheel in a wheelchair is not no well that's completely inaccessible yeah, it, 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 yeah I've, i have tried it once i have actually tried it once how the hell did you man you would have just had to have sat in I'm, your own pee trust me nobody wants to go through the mechanics of how that works <laughs> but um needless to say it did not work no. and i stunk for a <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that smell? Oh, it's Adam coming. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So that was th- it. Was good, but it was great that they had one. But I don't know who the hell designed that yeah. that uh, that accessible toilet. But you know, we had a we had a few. Um, I guess I mean it's funny. We can laugh about it. It's not though. Um, situations we can and we do. We do. That's what we do. However, the, I mean it's just if if people consulted people with disabilities more, they'd actually have yes. an understanding that just because something reaches government guidelines doesn't actually mean it's it's fully accessible. Yeah. So we we stayed in um in in a great little resort um it was beautiful the rooms were beautiful the pool area was stunning um it you know it was a little slice of heaven but there were a couple of issues for us weren't there yeah so so the the apartments we were in were amazing like Mm -hmm. little studio apartments had everything we needed and great ramp up to them accessible bathroom which is awesome the parking, there was no accessible parking. Mm. There, there, there wasn't. There was not one single disabled parking bay anywhere so on, the, on the premises. So there, there were there was lots of parking around for most of the um, yeah. for most of the studio apartments, but nothing allocated for um, that their their wheelchair accessible accommodations. So the the park that was there was like just this gravel sort of patch that 
you drive onto and then and it's about the same size as my car so trying to get two wheelchairs yeah. so, so for, for adam and i to both be able to exit the vehicle we obviously have to have our wheelchairs right up against the yeah. the, the the car door opening because it's not like we can stand up and maneuver into a chair so both both doors have to be fully opened and um <laughs> yeah that's not possible when you've got a normal size parking spot it's hot it's, it's it's barely possible in a disabled yeah. parking bay let alone a, a, a normal one and then to also have it as gravel um yeah. getting getting our wheelchairs over gravel is is just not easy i, I think what what it was we we're a little bit of a victim of the the resort being quite old and before mm. things needed to yeah, be accessible but, but they've also his his yeah and it's a bit I've of a say, yeah like they, i know where you're going they, with this they they claim they had accessible rooms which and 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 they kind of were like they, they had ex- an accessible bathroom and all that kind of stuff. However, they'd put like the shower head in a place where you couldn't reach it. They'd put the shower gel and all the things yeah. in a place where you couldn't reach it. There's, there's always seems to be this expectation that if you're a wheelchair user, you're going to be traveling with a carer or traveling yeah. with an able-bodied person, which mm. just isn't the case with us. And it isn't the case for a lot of people. So no. these things really need to be thought about. But if you're, if you're offering an, an, accessible room disabled accommodation think about all these little things so you may be covering government guidelines by having handrails in the bathroom and having um ramps going into the accommodation however what about the rest Mm. um how often do we go somewhere and stay and they've put all the cutlery and crockery and glassware and all that up in high cupboards that we can't reach and Mm. here's me trying to pull myself up onto the kitchen counter and get dangerously get things down because um you know using my arms because it's the the only way that we can access anything and I'm out of us to the one with the longest body to be able to get myself up longest there. body shortest arms this is true which is a really shitty combination <laughs> but also with this place and this is the thing that got to me like the other things they're small things and you can kind of work around and you know do whatever but they they had no ramp going into the reception area. There were like six steps to go up into oh it. No. And the thing that blew my mind most, most about that was that they were building a platform, a brand new platform, a huge thing right next door to the reception leading into the reception area. And there was no ramp going no into ramp that either. So they once again, they're offering disability accommodations. They're claiming accessibility, mm. yet that's not accessible. Yeah. It, as two wheelchair users together, if you're a wheelchair user on your own, mm. you cannot access those properties. So, uh, yes, you may be um, offering things to guidelines, but that mm. is just not... They, were, they not. were very accommodating. They were great. They, they were great. They, they, were they, great. they were great help and they were... And the um, the staff there was seemed to be well aware of the, the, the yeah. issues and and were like... Um, you know, did everything they could to help us. Yeah. But, you know, I think what businesses need to do in these kind of situations is make it very, very clear. Yes, we offer a wheelchair accessible room. Yeah. However, you can't <laughs> access so many other things. Yeah. It need, and those things need to be made clear online because if we could have got there and and not been able to do a fair few things if we yeah. weren't I didn't have the wheelchair skills we have yep. and weren't able to um, access the kind of help we could. So yeah. th- there, there would be people in in that situation that had paid a lot of money to pay at that res- to stay mm. at that resort yeah. and not actually be able to um, access yeah. a lot of things, and that would have been I, a shame. I'm, I'm now that we're not there. I'm not afraid to say I, 
I exercised a little bit of, as my dad would say, ask forgiveness, not permission. Yes. Hello, Gary, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and um, there's this. there was a car park quite close to uh, where our apartment was. Mm-hmm. and um, that, that, that was clearly signposted not for hotel guests. Not for <laughs> hotel guests, commercial parking only. But they had a disabled car park. So we used it. So we friggin' used it. And yeah. I mean, we were out a lot of the time anyway, so it's not like the car was and in there all day. Yeah, exactly. Day, and to be honest, we did frequent that establishment as well. So we, we did. They, it's not like we were just taking the piss or anything. No, but we, just, we were kind of forced into that situation. Yeah, it's just like they thought we were eating there all day, every day for three days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But anyway, yeah, we, we, um, you know, we appreciate the, the thought and the effort that goes into these kind of things, but maybe consider um, consulting with people with lived experience so that you can understand the small things that actually make the biggest difference because everybody has to do things to guideline anyway. So yeah. um, think about those small things that actually allow people with disabilities to be able to um, use your product or your services because th- th- that will make a big difference to your business as well. We love you, Noosa. We want to come do. back. We, we did. We, I mean, apart from those small things, and they were small things, yeah. we had a freaking incredible time. Oh, so good. Oh, what was that um, That lady in that, that place that we went into? Um, <laughs> well, we had a bit of a laugh about this, I've got to say. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry we had a laugh at your expense, but my and God. If, and <laughs> if, if you believe this, then I'm, I'm not making fun of you, but I kind of am. Um, <laughs> she, said, uh, she said she had, what poisoning was it? Arsenic. Uh, she got arsenic poison. Poisoning from the Wi-Fi, and it was the fault of the um, of the buildings, and she reported it to police. And police didn't. And do she anything. was angry at the police for not doing anything about it. Yeah, and it was the, it was the and the through the air conditioning they were pumping yes. arsenic. Uh, uh, air co- air conditioning and Wi-Fi. Yes. Yeah, like, um, what would you like the police to do about that? Stop pumping <laughs> arsenic through the bloody air conditioning and through the Wi-Fi. Of course, I, yeah, of course. Like, and and she truly <laughs> thought that she was dying as a as a result of of this. Like, I I, I get there are situations where um, you know, people have found those kind of elements in their water supplies and that mm. kind of stuff. I get it, but I, I think she was probably taking it a little bit too far. And I don't know what she wanted the cops to do about it. I and don't know. And being angry at the police for that was a mm. little bit. But off. you know what? There's, there's <laughs> one of there's one of those people. At least one of them in in every town in oh Australia. Yeah, exactly. I think, so, exactly. Yeah. But um, no, that was it. Was, that was an interesting experience. <laughs> I you know, <laughs> I I quite enjoy having conversations with those people and just seeing how yes. far that it she goes. Was, I mean, she was lovely though. She was lovely. She just had very kooky yes. ideas. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah. I tell you what wasn't. The 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 um <laughs> best experience in the world. It made me laugh, but um for our um moron of the day segment, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about something another experience. <laughs> I'm going to hit the button. Load. It's the moron of the day. Your sugars are six, and you've got point seven seven five. Okay, sorry, my insulin pump just alarmed at me to tell me I'm dying, but I think mm-hmm. I'll be all right. All, all of our listeners and viewers just know 
what you're what's going on with your diabetes right now. I know, right? So if if I'm like, mm, you know, by the end of the, oh, maybe I'm like that all the time. <laughs> this is nothing new. <laughs> no, this is nothing new. Yeah. Anyway, morn of the day. Morn oh of the day. I'm gonna. Like, you can take. <laughs> you you can take I can take one. point on this one. Yeah. So I am at Woolworths in Twanton, which is um, which is the little suburb outside Noosa, where in the hinterland, um, where we were doing the ultra trail. Yeah. And we we'd got there on the Thursday and in the morning we were like, okay, we're gonna pop to Woolworths, which is the grocery supermarket, um, to go and get a few staples to last the trip. Okay, cool. You know, this is this is generally what we do every time we have a trip and we have an apartment. We we do a little bit of cooking and make lunch for ourselves because yeah. you know it keeps costs down. Anyway, I'm I'm there with my little trolley getting, you know, bread and a few other bits and pieces and this Young guy, I'd, I'd say he was probably sort of early to mid-30s at, at, at the very, very most. He's come up to me and he's gone, oh my God, you're so inspiring. I'm like, oh my God, he must know about the, you know, the ultra the trail yeah. that we're, we're about to embark on. I mean, I, yes, I, d- I don't like being called inspiring just because we're in wheelchairs and, and do shit but uh, on, on this occasion, I was like, okay, cool. You know, this is a pretty cool event and, you know, anyone with... um athletic interest would think that wheelchair users in their day chairs going in and doing a trail event is, is a pretty cool thing that's you know yeah. it is it is it was a, it was a world first and we're pretty proud of that and, and we're serious athletes and we was th- I was well thinking, you are yeah, I was thinking this is <laughs> this is cool we're going to we're being seen as cool for you know attempting this new thing and and he's being inclusive yep. and then he's followed on by saying and this just blows my mind <laughs> he's gone um oh, you're out doing your shopping all by yourself go you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like yeah you know, i've just i've just looked at him and gone you must be so proud too buddy well done <laughs> <laughs> like Oh my God, seriously, what fucking century are we in <laughs> that people in wheelchairs are seen as inspiring just for doing day-to-day shit that we have to do to get through life just like anybody else? I mean, here's me thinking, oh, it's because he's seen us on the news, yeah. because of the work we're doing in, at Invincible, because of our podcast, because of the many numerous really cool projects we've got on the go. But and, no, and, and because you were getting... Because I was... Getting some shopping myself. You were getting some sugar-free cordial off the shelf. Yes. Holy shit, you're amazing. I know, right. So (laughs) fucking inspiring because I just managed to do my own fucking shopping. (laughs) Go me. It's a shame (laughs) that it was... Well, it was cool that it happened to you because we get to talk about it. But in a way, I'm kind of like, I wish you'd have said it to me because I would have been like, see this body? This body doesn't go without food. Yeah. Have a look. But like, uh, like, I'm... We get shit like that from older people constantly. Like, yeah, we and, do. And, and, and uh, that's the era they've grown up in. Yeah. And, the, and thankfully, things have changed. But I really wouldn't have expected something like that to come from um, somebody in the, you know, their 30s, younger than me. Yeah. Um, it, it goes to show that we have still got a really, really long way to go yeah. before people with disabilities are just accepted as normal people the yep. same as everybody else that still have to do mm. their shopping that still you know that want to lead life in the exact same way mm. that anybody else does and shouldn't just be s- seen as inspirational for just 
doing shit like for just getting out of bed in the morning we we all have to do that at some point Mm -hmm. and yes there of course there are people with disabilities that are unable to do those things for themselves but once again finding your way of adapting your way of doing these things it's not inspiring it's just fucking life yeah that that's not that's not inspiring it's just living life and and adapting to your situation um there there are far more people in this world that are doing far more amazing things than just fucking shopping (laughs) i agree we're we're kind of talking about this similar in um social media takedown so should we get on to that Yep, let's we do could. it. Are you dying? I'm I'm potentially dying, so I need to do a blood sugar okay. test. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to hit the button. I've just gone a bit dizzy. Okay. Okay, that was a Oh, well, I'll talk while you test. <laughs> Can you remember what you're talking about? Yeah, we're talking about. So, man, we had such a good time. We, we had did. such a good time in Usa. I love it. I love Noosa. I love the people, except for that lady we were talking about before in the arsenic or whatever it was. <laughs> um, yeah, she was a little bit, bit spacey. But, um, <laughs> but um, what? There's, like you were just saying in the last segment, there, there's still so much. Oh, wow, 3.8. So I am dying. Awesome. You are dying. All right. Continue on. I'll try and do what I can. Going to try and do what you can. Okay, good job. Um yeah, there's just there was a lot of we what we want out of what we did and what we want out of the um, uh, out of what we did at Noosa and and that sort of thing is we want to be we want to be seen as as legitimate athletes yeah, because We're, we are we because we, we are legitimate we work athletes. just as hard we train just as hard we we, are, we you know we we're going out and we're tackling the same challenges the same yeah. distances the same everything as as any other athlete yeah, we exactly. may, may we may have to adapt with the equipment we use but it's it's the same it's yes. essentially the same it's not some kind of inspirational go you kind yeah. of thing we we are working our asses off in the same way as anybody mm-hmm. else and you know we're 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 so grateful to have the opportunity to show what we can do to the rest of the world through Noosa Ultra Trail and and those things that we did. But through that, not through the people that ran it themselves and it, but there was a whole boatload, a of whole lot of um, people posting things about us and yeah. on socials on, yeah. Um, yeah, it made me cry as they crossed the finish line. Go <laughs> them, Th- those those two little cripples. They did it. They managed to do and it. And one of them didn't even have any legs. legs. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the the yeah you know, the the whole inspiration porn thing. The whole oh my god, you're super fucking inspiring and all that kind of stuff. It just it's the problem is if we if if. They were saying these things purely because they they see us as inspiring as athletes. Yeah, Th- that's not what they're seeing. They're seeing the wheelchairs. Yeah, and they're seeing the disability. And they and they're talking about wanting to cry because the two little cripples managed to do it. That's not. It's patronising. Is what it is. Mm. It's it's unconscious bias. Is what it is. It's it's seeing people as wheelchairs as being different and singling us out because for that reason. Now, if you if you think that our athletes achievements and the things we're doing are inspiring that and motivating to you fantastic
plastic, that's a different issue. But if you're getting all teary-eyed purely because those people with disabilities manage to do something that everybody else can do, then then you're looking at it in the wrong way. Sure. I mean, sure. It was what we did was pretty pretty fucking cool. It was fucking cool. And, you know, there's a lot of people with disabilities that, that wouldn't probably attempt that wouldn't attempt it and wouldn't um, be able to tackle it but you know and, and, but that's the great thing about what we did do is the visibility it yeah. brings and the people within our own community that we mm. can show actually there is a it, there is a way of doing it and and you can't you can't be something that you're that you can't see yeah exactly so you can't for see us, it, you yeah, can't be it for us exactly mm-hmm. so for us it's about demonstrating to everyone including people with our, our own co- in, within our own community that that there is a way of doing this stuff yeah. with the right tools and the right supports and, and, you know, and, and the right people behind you helping you to put this kind of event together, which yes. is really, really important. Yeah. That has to be in place. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we, we want to be inspiring and motivating in that way, but that that's... That's so different to yeah. people getting teary-eyed, and yeah, you, know, you you can hear the, the the inspirational music in the background. I can I could hear chariots of fire going. Yes, you know. yeah, <laughs> and and you know people using. I tell you what annoys me is the whole. Well, if you can do it, then I should be able to do it. Mm. That's bullshit. No. Like ev- everybody's abilities are different. Everybody's passions are different. And if, if you're using us as a way to motivate yourself because you see us as just as little wheelchair users not that shouldn't be able to do these things, yeah. then, then you're looking at things in the wrong way. However, if you're using it as inspiration because somebody else has taken on that challenge and um, a- adapted to their situation um, and you want to use that as inspiration to help you to move through a challenging time yourself, then yeah. more fucking power to you. Hell yeah. It, th- they're, they're, th- there's, there's a very fine line between the two, but mm-hmm. I think that really very much needs to be understood because it becomes patronizing when someone's saying to you and posting all over your, you know, all over your socials feed. Oh, you know, I, I used you as inspiration to get through it because if you can do it, then I can do it. But they're an able-bodied person and they're not, they're they're just seeing themselves as they should be able to do it. And you shouldn't because you're a wheelchair user. And, and, and that I find gets to me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, there was people doing a hundred k's. Like use those guys as inspiration because hundred fucking me, kilometers. That I had those, especially the women that I was interviewed with for the athletes power yeah. um, panel. Sorry, panel. I'm sorry if I'm tripping over my words a bit. Blood, low blood sugars or do <laughs> and concussion will do that to you. But um, th- those women doing the hundred k event that we yeah. that I was interviewed with. Oh, yeah. and they're talking about pissing blood because they've been you know pushed their Flog, bodies that their bodies that much they do they they run like 240 kilometer races can you imagine running that far that's like from here i definitely all the can't way imagine running that far no i can't now. imagine it either <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine you're running anywhere but yeah it's just I, and that their kidneys shutting down and like uh, that there's, just there's, blows my mind there's, there's i have s- nothing but respect for those guys nothing you, I think you've got to have a little bit of a screw loose there, a little bit. 
Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Are you looking for something to stop you from dying? No. Well, yes, kind of. But um, we, we, need we, we need to move on to the next segment. So anyway, uh, yes. Uh, anyway, our whole our whole point with that is I've completely forgotten. What was our point with that? What were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> Hypo brain. Uh, it was, um, yeah, talking about the people doing the 100 and, and use uh, them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Use them for inspiration because, yeah. you know, the, there's the, those are the guys that you really need to think are incredibly resilient and doing amazing things. Yeah. Anyway, right, one well, more thing about Noosa. Yes. The the kindness of everyone. The kindness virus. The kindness virus. I just looked at the clock and thought, oh shit, I've got to pick up yeah, my you've kid. Got to pick, that's why I just said we need to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kindness virus. What were we talking about for this one? We were just gonna we were talking about the amazing community of trail runners that we, yeah, that we, that we got to hang out it. with and be part of and oh, we've made some great friends we really have like what an awesome community yeah. and, I, and I th- it's the same with the road racing community mm. i think when you do and you take part in marathons but mm. i think it's even more so in, in ultra trails because it's still such a niche sport yeah, yeah. um and, and, and very very much upcoming and we've just had the opportunity to meet some wonderful people that um that we truly mm. identified with and yeah um great people and we've had some, some we had some amazing support you know um we, we were fortunate enough um james tobin um from channel seven from channel seven we, we prime got, time breakfast show over here um yeah we had a really good chat with um uh, the amazing chef matt galinsky um, yes and what an incredible background story he's oh, got amazing if you if you don't know about matt galinsky look him up um check out his story yeah um here's one incredible dude yes um who's just doing his thing and been, been through a lot in his life been so through yes and and yeah. used and had now uses running as his as his um um release i yeah, guess yeah, and, and, and much and i think a lot of people who take on endurance challenges like that have that kind of yeah. um adversarial background that they've been through a lot and and use that as their their way of getting through things and yeah. a lot of very resilient people around but yeah like so many people coming up introducing themselves chatting to us wanting to know about what we do as athletes that really get that it is about the athletics and not about the whole inspiration thing that we're just doing exactly whatever every other athlete out there does Mm -hmm. um and you know some wonderful businesses just that many people that really wanted to make an effort to come and Mm. meet us and talk to us about what we do which is um which is fantastic tailwind nutrition great bunch of people and very interested in in uh, what we were doing yeah that um, they they've got some great products uh, yeah, so, so guys, you know, g- if you're a runner, go out and look their products up because you know um, you really enjoyed them. Didn't I, you? I did really, really enjoy them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, and uh, I was uh, I grabbed a, a bit of the stuff while I was there, so I will continue to use it and mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully get my hands on some more at some point. So <laughs> yes, if yeah. you're an athlete, try uh, body science stuff. Um, their stuff is great. I I would. I is this what we're going to do now? I'll talk about Tailwind and you'll talk. Yeah. About BSC. Body, yeah. Anyway, yeah. The, they're athlete approved. The BS stuff so yeah that's, cool. this is why i recommend them but yes anyway thank you to everyone that helped mm. us and and wanted to get to know us on the weekend and um you all <coughs> excuse me you all know who you are and mm. to the other the female athletes that made the effort to come and, and come and chat to us and find out what we're doing in sport yeah um and what we do with the business thank you as well because um we we need the support of these guys to be able to do what we do and 100%. continue growing the business i just and and it was such a feeling of camaraderie and it wasn't an us and them as you do find in a lot of these sort of um you know it was like 
they were genuine genuine about what we were doing and yeah yeah anyway well, we're gonna we're gonna have to go because i feel like i'm dying well please don't yeah that would be bad. I'd, I'd, I'll try not to. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> anyway, that's a wrap, guys. If you enjoyed what you saw today, don't forget to like and subscribe. Follow us on socials. Absolutely. You know where we are, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Bye. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode of Two Cripples, One Pair of Legs. As always, we'd like to thank our studio guests for joining us, and, of course, to the legends at Pobfire for making all of this come to life. If you like what you've heard or even if we've offended the shit out of you but you still want to hear more, make sure you hit the subscribe button and also check out our Insta page, twocrips.oneparoflegs, and you'll be the first to know when a new episode drops. <laughs>